Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Uh, hi, and welcome to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower, the bonus edition. Me, James Nakise, and I'm here with Dr. Saab Jahal. This curious fish chicken. <laughs> We're eating curious fish chicken. <laughs> not quite chicken, not quite fish. <coughs> mm. I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have mocked a chicken because now I'm choking. <laughs> so my job is um, stressful. But unless I really screw up, it's, um, it's very rarely traumatic. Mm. But I'm often in awe of people who do stressful and traumatic jobs. That, how, how can that affect people? How, how do people get through that? Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. The high-stress occupation. Some people thrive on it. Mm. You know, they seem to actually get the thrill out of it. They come alive when they're doing it. And there are different ways of dealing with that, particularly in the short term. One way is that people can compartmentalize. Mm. I think that's what I do. I, yeah. I, I compartmentalize a lot to get through all the various jobs. I got. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things, I don't know, maybe this echoes with you. One of the things is that you maybe treat your job very separately for anything anything else that's challenging in your life okay you kind of like put it in a box and that's what you do mm-hmm. and when you're doing your work mm-hmm. you focus on it full on mm-hmm. and then you move on after that and you you can do that in short periods of time but if you try to do that for too long then it can be quite draining for you energy wise and maybe get you into better trouble how does it does that sound like that? it sounds incredibly familiar i think one of the things i've always said is it it's becomes too hard to focus on the big stuff yeah. so i need to break it down into small things yeah. and i focus on that but then i i sort of get in danger of losing sight yeah right of the big thing because i'm just focusing on the Small thing, one at a time. Sure, sure. And so, yeah, one of the things that you have to do then is to, yeah, you see the incremental progress on the thing that you're focusing on, but then you close that compartment before you open the next one because you don't want to be multitasking. You don't want to have too many compartments all open at the same time because, again, that that becomes stressful. So you really just kind of box it in. This is the thing that I'm doing. I want to see little bits of progress. That's how I know that I'm making a difference, and then I move on. And one of the other things that's really important is that you say no. If it doesn't fit into a compartment that you're working on, then you have to say no because, it, again, it's just too much load to carry. And is that the, the danger with compartmentalization? I would mention the pros, but is, is, the, is the con overload? Yeah, it can be overload. And the, another thing that people mention when they, they think about compartmentalizing, perhaps it's between their private life, mm-hmm. which they want to keep to themselves, mm-hmm. and a public life. Maybe they've got some high-profile role is that actually people can feel like they're living somehow some inauthentic life. They're not being their whole selves. Mm. And that perhaps is something that, you know, people need to come to terms with. Um, You know, maybe it's not something that they would choose to do, but their life at that point in time means that that's what they're going to have to do. I think again for myself, as a a chicken eating host in the shower, um, who also has a a private life, um, it seems to me... It makes sense to to keep them separate. But are you saying that in, in doing that, I, I'm, I'm running a couple of risks? Yeah, possibly. You may find later on down the line is that actually I feel like I'm a different person in public right. and that's okay yeah. for me right now. But then there may come a point in your life where you say, do you know what? I don't feel like this is right for me anymore. And that might be a signal for you to say, 
maybe I need to live my life or do something different, which enables me to approach my life in a different way. But for short term, medium term, it works for people, but you just kind of got to keep an eye on how it's making you feel. Are there tactics we can use in terms of that integration if we find that's necessary? Yeah, I mean, again, one of the things that we do is to think about how you do your work mm. and what percentage of time it's taking for you. Mm. So if it's dominating all of your time, if you've got just working in that compartment of your life, yeah, yeah. then maybe thinking about, is that balance right for you? Yeah. And thinking about maybe shifting that balance. I view the, uh, the cliche would be the absent uh, parent or the partners who are away from each other all the time and barely at home yeah so one of the things in we need to think about then is this tripod mm. of things that we need in our lives and classically it's diet mm -hmm. sleep and exercise right. on a platform of social connectedness uh, the bane of the touring comedian <laughs> <laughs> so you need all of those three things yeah. working well for you if you think about it as a three-legged stool, mm -hmm. okay? If those things aren't in alignment and, and, and they're not in balance, you are gonna fall off that stool. Or the chicken will. Well, the chicken, with well, the fish chicken will fall the off the stool, and that's a disaster. We don't want that to happen. So thinking about that diet, sleep, and exercise, but also the social connectedness, which is where that kind of authenticity comes in. You know, mm. if you feel like you're being a different person with the people who you love, because of the work that you're doing and how it is that you're having to compartmentalize, then perhaps that's something you need to look at. Saab, if we're taking care of our, our mental health um, and we are working and compartmentalizing, but we've got the stressful, traumatic job, mm -hmm. does that help us maybe get through the stress and the trauma of it? Mm -hmm. is, is, that, is that why sometimes you see people who seem to do incredibly highly stressful and traumatic jobs and flourish and, and then others who feel the need to walk away from it. Yeah. You know, the thing about these sorts of traumatic events that we can be exposed to is that they affect everyone differently. Mm. Kind of depends on what's happened on your life beforehand, what sort of coping skills that you have that you can use. Mm. Right? But one of the things that we have noticed in the research is that for those people who perhaps acknowledge mm -hmm. that they are working in a potentially stressful situation so long as you kind of recognize that this might be having an effect upon you and you're able to kind of be curious about that and deal with that one of the things that we notice with them is that actually they have this kind of post-traumatic growth that's possible right. where actually they perhaps change their view and they feel like they've become a a better person or change their view to a different point of view which adds value to their life and we see that we saw that in Christchurch right mm. lots of people went through and they were like you know what things perhaps are not as important to me as they were before this experience actually the thing that seems to be important to me is people and relationships mm. it really changed their orientation around what is important in their life and people who go through and work in high stress occupations can often report the same thing actually through working in this yes it was stressful but if i can find a way of dealing with that then actually i'll find a really rewarding way to work a really rewarding line of work and perhaps it changes my views and changes who i am as a person too in a positive way. Right. Oh, Dr. Sabjahal, thank you very much for coming back in. I, I baptize you with sauerkraut <laughs> uh, in, in honor of our conversation. <laughs> Thanks again, my Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. 
To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.